Welcome back to the podcast, guys. I hope you're having an amazing day. Today, I have an episode for you that is just a little life update. You guys have been really liking these more personal updates. So I wanted to share what's been going on the last several weeks, where I've been, what's been happening with all things business, pregnancy, just life in general. Uh, So that is what this episode is today. And if you like it, make sure you reshare it or let me know if there's anything that you have uh, going on that you want to share with me. DM me on Instagram. I would love to catch up because I feel a little bit like I've been missing out too. I'm so excited to reconnect with you guys and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Parr, and I'm so excited to have you here with me. We're going to explore some of my favorite topics, making money, entrepreneurship, business coaching, relationships, mindset, and of course, horses. So come along for the ride. If you are a horse owner like me, you are probably equally obsessed with your horse's diet and nutrition as your own. I would say (laughs) probably more so for some of us at least. I have been using Mad Barn supplements for my personal horses as well as my client horses for several years now, and I absolutely love their products. They're concentrated, they're affordable. And they're sourced with the horse in mind. Mad Barn as a company does so many different things within the equestrian community, like funding research, developing technology and feeding solutions, and they're constantly providing education and support to horse owners and the broader equine community. If you want to check out their shop, you can visit madbarn.ca or madbarn.com for the US and use the code SPRINGANEC for 5% off your order. Okay, I have to put it out the open that one of the most annoying little things about pregnancy is that I have these like silent hiccups. So if you hear me struggling to talk, that is what these are. It has been constant. So yeah, it's just going to be part of the podcast now until September because I cannot figure out how to get these things to stop. So I'm, I apologize. I do... I do actually listen to podcasts with people who do this and I don't know if it's like, because I've heard men do it and I've heard women do it. So I don't know exactly what's going on, but I just know that it's been part of my pregnancy journey. (laughs) Uh, But speaking of, there's lots to update you guys on. I am moving towards my third trimester, almost there. And there have been a lot of things that I wanted to, I made a couple notes on to share with you guys about what's going on with that and then all of the other life updates I have. So let's start here since I brought it up. (laughs) Um, I announced that we found out that we were having a boy uh, quite a while ago Um, and we knew from very early on we did like an early test and I have to say I was so certain that I don't, I don't know how or why, but it was just like such an immediate reaction that it was a girl from the very beginning. I was telling people it was a girl. I was like, no, no, no. I'm just absolutely like 99.9% sure it's a girl. Plus I was so sick. Not that that even really 
proves true, the old midwife's tale, but I just was like absolutely sure. And then we had a test around, I don't know, 12 weeks and it was a boy. And then we had our ultrasound around 20 weeks. That is like the gender reveal type. And it was definitely a boy. So <laughs> this little man, he's been causing me some trouble. Second trimester, uh, for those of you who have been pregnant or thinking of getting pregnant or experienced any of this, has been so much better for me personally. Um, a lot of my like really, really horrific symptoms went away immediately. And I have been feeling so much more like clear headed and like myself That's not to say there's been some really weird things I rode in the second trimester. I'm still in it, but we're getting, it's getting to a point now where I, I don't think I'll be riding, uh, anymore unless I absolutely kind of like have to do something or, um, want to do like a light ride. But I think for now it's just getting too uncomfortable because I'm actually, you know, like I have quite a belly and a lot of pressure in my pelvis. And so for me, I, I, I thought I'd continue to kind of like push it to be honest, but I just, I just, you know, you get to this place where you just feel like it's not even worth, um, worth it because it's not super enjoyable. It's not very comfortable and it's not really necessary. So it's going to be different having the next three months not riding, but I think, you know, I've actually went for spans of time not riding before with my back injury and other things like that. And it's just something that I think releasing to the universe and surrendering to has been the best thing for me. Like it's out of my control. It's probably safer not to do, um, but I haven't had any instances where I regretted riding up into this point and I would say up into this point. So I'm about 26 weeks, um, as you're listening to this or 27, <laughs> very bad at math because this is being pre-recorded. Um, so I, yeah, that's where I'm at. And as far as symptoms go, I definitely had some weird stuff happen. Um, I had a lot of jumps in my blood pressure, which is unusual for me because I actually have lower blood pressure always have and um, noticed that it was getting really high in some instances. So that was a little bit weird. Jeff and I ended up going to Florida um, at the end of April to basically have a little vacation and also get set up for the next six months of rentals that we have. <laughs> See, <laughs> sorry. Um, and that was beautiful. It was so nice. The weather was gorgeous. We did a lot of traveling up and down the coast. We wanted to explore a lot, a lot of places um, and areas that we were interested in knowing more about. So it was a great, great time to just get away for a little bit. Um, I did have some weird symptoms. So the one day I woke up and I had a huge left leg. Both my legs were swollen, but it was like really, really like scary looking, uh, probably two days before we left Florida. And I was very panicked because, you know, you Google that and it's like, you have a your blood clot, you know, or you have, um, deep vein thrombosis. I think it's probably the same thing. I'm not a doctor. Don't come at me. Um, but that was really kind of scary, but I really didn't want to go to um, you know, an out of country hospital, unless I had to, I didn't have any other symptoms. It wasn't painful. And I got a blood pressure test 
um, that I could take that day continually and just like monitor and make sure nothing was changing or weird. And then it just went away the next day. And then another day I had like really, really swollen hands and which is something that can happen in the heat. It's just like a little bit odd how it came on. So then as soon as I got back, I went to the doctors and um, they were a little concerned too about the blood pressure thing. So I have had extensive testing the last three weeks, four weeks. And um, since then I have been great and all of the testing has come back without issue. Um, I got to meet my OB, which was really exciting because she's lovely. And it's just been like a really weird journey <laughs> because it's so new. I don't know what to expect. And every time that we get an ultrasound or a measurement done, or we listen to his heart rate, or, you know, I get tests done, everything comes back perfect. And um, even at the hospital, I think it was last week, the last time I saw my OB, um, it was, it was my first time going there and I, you know, like, I think a lot of people don't like hospitals, so it's fine, but I just have this very bad association with, with hospitals. Um, you know, because there's been there, I don't think anybody has good associations other than hopefully having like a really nice experience having a child. I, I hope that you all have, but I know that there's, there's a lot of different experiences. So I just want to say that. Um, but for me, you know, it's been, it's been someone's dying, someone's in ICU, I'm in there with issues. Like it's just been such a bad kind of association. So I don't know if it was that or if it was just overwhelm, but I immediately was very, very anxious last week when we went, which it wasn't really warranted. The hospital was lovely. It wasn't busy. Our, everyone that we talked to was so, so, so nice. It was a completely different experience than I've ever had, but I realized and recognized that like my body was having a little bit of meltdown. And what sent me over the edge was uh, actually like the last conversation we had with our OB and she kind of really reassured me that everything was perfect and the baby is great. And she kept using the word perfect and perfect and perfect. And uh, there's literally nothing to worry about. Like everything's going so good and it's exactly where it's supposed to be. And that just sent me <laughs> spiraling. And I realized that I still have, I've talked about it before, but I still have work to do around this so it's not really, it's not really a self-sabotage mechanism, but when things are going well and when everything is perfect and when I'm getting consistent good news and I feel happy, <laughs> I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. And I think I remember speaking on this when the last time my back really, really went out, like it was here. So it must've been in the last three years I was taking empty garbage bins in from the driveway, like nothing heavy, not holding them in a weird way. And I looked at our house and it was just beautiful as it is in the summer. I'll have to, you know, I really been meaning to take more footage because it's just like, it's beautiful. And I, I thought to myself in that moment, I am so fucking happy. Like I'm so happy. And my back literally blew out. <laughs> and I was bedridden for five days and off for like two months for no apparent reason. But I remember saying to myself that, okay, this is like 
this is an internal thing. Like I am not somatically okay being in joy and happiness and contentment for very long. I always expect something bad to happen. I always expect something traumatic to happen. And it's like a part of my system and my subconscious patterning that I really have had to work at. And so it's been better and it's been a process, but I noticed that last week I had that experience where I, and I literally couldn't hold back. I was crying and Jeff was like, well, what's, what's wrong? <laughs> like everything's okay. It's going to be okay. And, um, and I, it's because of that. It's because I, I was expecting, you know, I've, it, this is, I've really tried to be very um, relaxed about this pregnancy. And to be honest, I have been. I haven't had much anxiety. I've been very content and also just like confident that everything's going to be okay with that. But just having that like uh, verbiage repeated to me and being in that setting, it was enough to just kind of like throw me over the edge of, okay, but what's going to happen? Like what's really going on here? What am I missing? And so I noticed those thoughts coming up. And I had a, I had to like release it. So I did have like a meltdown, <laughs> um, but it was also flooded with like um, just so much gratefulness and so much appreciation for the circumstances with the other feelings that I was having, because we are so, so lucky to have had this experience up to this, just even to this point. Um, with this pregnancy, I, you know, I have so many friends and I know so many people who have genuinely been through so many traumatic things and struggled with, with really scary things. Um, and I, yeah, so, and then I just, and then I had the feelings of guilt for having those feelings and I was trying not to send myself. So for anyone who, you know, has these little things that come up, oh my God, sorry. <laughs> gross um I just wanted to share that you're not alone like it is such a work in progress for me to be okay enjoying life and like being not expecting something bad to happen and I still don't think I'm where I want to be with that but it's definitely progressed over time so that is that uh and it was even weird like when I had these weird symptoms I was like of course of course of course, you know, like that was my reaction. And I think that it really manifests um, bad things or negative experiences in that when I think that way. So I've been working really hard to just try to continue to lean into the positive experiences and lean into the trust and confidence um, with everything that I have been doing lately. And it's really been helping. And I encourage you to do the same thing um, if you're someone who struggles with that kind of little bit of, you know, subconscious patterning or self-sabotage. Um, as far as my business goes, that has been really great. We've been doing so many projects behind the scenes. I am wrapping up um, a course in collaboration with another business that is going to be launching in the summer. I am so excited about as I've been working through the course, <clears throat> excuse me, I get more and more excited about sharing this with you guys because I think it's something that's extremely needed and it is See, how am I supposed to do a podcast? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, it is filled with a lot of the things that I teach on in my programs, um, but it's not as catered, you know, to specific people or contextual. It's a lot of identity work and values and goals and creative sales and brand story. Like, 
just everything that you need to make sure that your business is going to actually be sustainable and profitable. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you guys. We have the retreat coming. Okay. I guess by the time this episode comes out, the retreat will have already happened. (laughs) Um, but I am so excited, so excited to be in a space and hold space for the women coming to this experience because it's going to be magical. We have just amazing guest contributors and workshops for everyone, meals planned, things and exercises and um, all just so, so many good experiences. I think that everyone's going to get out of it, but I'm just looking forward to what it's going to look like and sharing the results almost from it and, and the transformations and elevations that I've had with you guys. So If you aren't a person who is coming, I will share everything that I can um, afterwards with you guys so that you can try and soak in some of that goodness because I have been really looking forward to that. Um, And I also had, you know, uh, someone say to me, you know, like, aren't you nervous or scared about doing this? And I wanted to touch on that because, of course, I'm nervous and scared about running my first retreat out of the country with people that I've never met in person. (laughs) Of course I am. Um, This was something I wanted to do for such a long time. And what happened was I found out I was pregnant and was like, hey, this might be my only time to do it. So what I wanted to do was have a much bigger lead up, have a lot more organization and curation for this and be able to actually host more people what happened was I just had to make it work. And the people who are coming are completely aligned with exactly what this retreat is going to provide for them. And we have this close intimate group that's going to be the foundation and the basis for when we do have the opportunity to do this again. Um, So for me, you know, I've been doing this regardless of the fear and moving through it. And it's been such a good exercise for me. You know, it is uncomfortable. I don't like traveling alone, let alone being like hella pregnant and traveling alone. And I don't like, you know, I don't love um, having to host people and make sure everyone is, is in a good space and place and feeling okay. But I always have to lean back into my own practices and teachings, which is that I'm only, you know, responsible for holding space for people. And this has been organized in a way that provides them with so much value. And I have to lean into that. I'm confident in the value that they're going to get out of it, but I'm not necessarily responsible for every single person's takeaways, right? They're responsible for that. They're empowered and going to be empowered to take so much out of this experience. So whenever you are doing something or thinking or considering doing something and it's not the right time, and it's not the right place and and it's scary, I would just encourage you to do it anyways because you grow through that. I've grown through this entire experience of just putting it together, let alone actually being there in person. And my confidence and my level of ability to, to really show up has elevated even in just putting this retreat together. So I'm so grateful for the opportunity to do this and that everyone has trusted me to put this together. And I literally cannot wait to actually be there in person because it's just such a magical energy when you are in person with 
with people like this. Um, so again, it'll just wrap when this episode comes out and I will share all of the details of how that went and what I felt and all of the things like that. Um, so that's been going on. We have been absolutely inundated at home dealing with stuff. Um, so we got everything set up in Florida for what's been going on there for the next however many months. And then came home and really went ham on our basement renovations because we've been slowly trucking along on those. And Jeff has been basically doing all of that work like on his weekends. He doesn't have a lot of time that is outside of work. And so we have been putting that together, doing the electrical, doing the insulation, blowing out um, the windows, and now digging out at the side of the house. We had to get um, locates like hydro to come so that we could know exactly where we could and couldn't dig. And, and honestly, this entire property is one of those things where it's like everywhere you put anything in the ground, there's, you're bound to hit something. So that's been a little, a little overwhelming, but we, um, yeah, he's, I mean, I have to give credit to Jeff. He's done such a great job working on this and he's dug out, you know, where we're going to put the set for entrance, where we have windows going and all of these things. So I think next week we start cutting concrete, which is really exciting. Um, so this has been a project that we thought about since the beginning of the year and really um, considered before we could even work on it. And it's been going um, and I'm so, so excited about it. And I, you know, like this idea, initially I was thinking it was going to be like a short-term rental, do farm stays on the weekends because our location, there's a lot of really fun weekend events. Like right now they're having a butter tart festival and <laughs> last weekend they had something else and next weekend they have something else. It's constant. Um, so that was the consideration for it. But the other thing is, you know, as I put feelers out and as I've thought about this space that I want to create and what it means to us and um, also, you know, what we want it to function as, um, I've been considering, you know, if it's the right person, the right time in their life, and it's a match uh, that we might do some sort of long-term arrangement as well, just to make things easier. So stay tuned for that. I will share you know, obviously the finished product and I've been trying to kind of track progress though. There's been so much of it happening right now. It's just like a crazy construction site. Um, so that's another reason too. I've had a hard time doing the podcast because every time that I go to record, we have construction sounds and all of that stuff. Um, so I finally had a little tiny space of time to record this for you guys. So, um, I'm really looking forward to that. Like I, I've loved the experience of hosting people in Florida and giving people like you know, a great time and having them give good feedback. Like it's very fulfilling to me. So I'm looking forward to having that here as well. And like I said, you know, everyone who comes to this property, we had some people this week working on some stuff, you know, like <laughs> grown construction men who are like, oh my gosh, I just want to live here. This place is so healing. Like, how did you get this property? And da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful and we're so blessed to, to live here and to love this place and space. And it would be really nice to share with other people. So that's the goal. Um, and other projects coming up, I mean, there, there is so much stuff on the docket and, you know, I had a horse show this weekend. Um, we've do, been doing a lot less horse showing just because of obviously my own schedule and my clients commitments and just like where they are. Um, with their horses and their riding. And it was fantastic. Um, 
it was it was good to go back to my roots and show at something more local more low-key very relaxing and uh it, yeah it was nice i think you know i I think that doing full seasons with the weekly shows is a huge commitment lifestyle wise that I've never been fully okay with, you know, it always feels like I'm on a whim. And last year it felt like I closed my eyes and just made it out of show season alive. <laughs> um, but I did outsource and delegate a lot of things and continue to do that, which means that it is a lot more of a fun experience for me. I get to just show up and coach and that's what I love to do. So, um, that's been the balance for me. And I've also been working obviously with my VIP elevated entrepreneur clients. And that has been really, really fun. Honestly, I love working with people who have big dreams, big visions, but also who are entrepreneurs running their own business and they want to do big things in their lives. So my client roster right now is filled with women who have fantastic businesses and ideas that they're working towards. Um, and those conversations, you know, I don't feel drained after working with my clients. I feel energized. I feel lit up by their wins. I feel like I'm getting that fulfillment I was seeking that I was kind of lacking for some time. So this is something I've been really leaning into. And I also then have felt that I want to be able to offer something that is a little bit less intensive for women who really want to do this, but are just at the beginning stages and need a little bit more accessibility. So that's coming um, very shortly and a project that we've been working on behind the scenes to offer um, in more of a group format. So I'm really looking forward to that. There's just been so much stuff going on, but the horses have been all good. Knock on wood. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Um, Leroy is a very big boy. He is so well behaved. I've been so, so, so lucky with him. I don't know really how I got so lucky with him. Um, all of the horses have had, you know, just been chilling. They're so happy. I have really been enjoying my time, just spending time with them and reminding myself that I used to feel like I had a job in horses and never got to spend any time with my own. And so what has transformed and changed over time the last, you know, six months, a year is that I do actually have that time now to just like groom and bathe and hang out and sit with and spend time with and really, really know them inside out if somebody's not feeling that great that day or they're struggling with a little bit of something like immediately know it it brings me a lot of pride and joy and just like serenity to have that. I think that's what I was missing in my equine experience. And so that's been really nice. And I've been leaning into it. Uh, we did have a little blip. Leroy, I don't know. He, I don't think he really colicked. And I don't really think he had ulcers, but he just was like not feeling good the one night. It was Mother's Day. So we had to, of course, have the emergency vet out. And the poor guy got the full workup. So the ultrasound, the tubing, the fluids, like he was not happy about it, but tolerated it. And, um, and since he's been fine, you know, and I think just we've had so many up and down weather changes. Um, and my breeding plans for this year are still undecided. I'm really trying to focus on the business. And I'd love to, I actually really love the, having one per year, you know, having two is great because you can wean them together and they can be buddies and all that stuff. So there's that on the benefit side. Um, 
But the other piece of that is really just having one to focus on, one to, to train and one to work with and one to deal with all the time has also been lovely. So yeah, I I don't know where I'm at with that. I'd really like to have a baby next year, um, a full. <laughs> I'm going to have a child, so there's that. Uh, but that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm still undecided. And it is a big, you know, you guys know, and I've shared so many times that it is a big investment of course, financially, but in so many ways, otherwise as well. So yeah, just a lot going on in my world. And I've really had to let go of things that I really wanted to do, but like aren't a priority. So that I think is what this pregnancy has kind of turned into is a little bit more of like a narrow lane. I can choose to do things, but I'm going to have to prioritize and, and say no to a lot more things, um, which is really, I think, in turn, preparing me for what the fall is going to look like. Um, and I made a post about this, you know, recently about when um, saying I don't want to turns into I don't have to. And I remember being, you know, employed in so many different positions I worked. Um, and I, I hated going to work. I had bad bosses. I had mean coworkers. I had disgruntled, crazy clients to deal with. And this was before kind of doing the entrepreneurship thing, not to say that that hasn't been the same experience in my own business, but I just really like, I really had meltdowns. I really felt so bad about showing up and I would cancel or I'd be sick. And, you know, it wasn't all that reliable because I just didn't want to um, deal with that kind of stuff. It really impacted me because I'm such an empathic person and I take all that energy on and it drains me. Um, and I remember saying for so many years, and also I said to my husband like years ago, I just want to be able to choose, you know, I want to be able to choose what I do. I want to be able to choose who I work with. I want to have more choice because then it feels really like it's coming from an empowered place. And so I was writing about that and how that shifted for me, you know, the last, I would say again, 18 months of my business where I've been able to make a lot more choices and pick and choose what I, I do and who I work with and those kinds of things. Um, and that has been kind of my idea of freedom, right? I think that we all are working towards that in our businesses or our lives. But for me, like having choice like that and having more and more and more choice is really my idea of the big vision of my life. You know, I want to be able to choose what I do, how long I work in the week, um, how much money I'm making, who I'm working with. And that is my idea of like success. So I've been leaning into that a lot more, almost out of necessity. And it's been a great practice. It's been exciting, hard, you know, challenging in some ways. And one of those things I did have to let go of the last couple of weeks was the podcast. Um, just couldn't be on my priority list. I had so many other things and have had so many other things going on. So this is your permission, you know, if you, I, and I kind of guilt trip myself often about being consistent and showing up and building trust, but I'm still here and I'm still available. It's just sometimes in life we do have to prioritize and we do have to say no to things. Um, so I'm trying to model that as well, but I will be seeing you guys very shortly. I hope this was a good life update. I have so many other things that I could share with you, but 
I'm really trying to keep these shorter and sweet so that you don't have to listen to me ramble for half an hour. Uh, but message me if you've been going through it or you've had any um, experiences that resonate with this because then we can chat and I will see you guys so, so soon.